Hey guys, it's Abdul for the good folks over at Leon Taylor in 809 North Delaware, downtown Indianapolis. You know, this month, my wife and I are celebrating our 12th wedding anniversary. So I was looking at some pictures uh, from our wedding from 12 years ago. And notice how good I look in that tuxedo from Leon Taylor. Not just me, but all my groomsmen as well. And so if you got a big formal event or a wedding this fall or maybe wedding next spring, think about our good friends over at Leon Taylor. Larry, Norm, Kim, and Judy would be happy to see you. I'm happy to make you look as good today as I did 12 years ago. Well, It'll almost look as good as me as 12 years ago. I'm just kidding. So we go by Leon Tailoring. They'll be happy to see you. 809 North Delaware, downtown Indianapolis. Step on in. Mr. Maurer is here. Um, I'll remind you all again, there's a 10-minute time limit. Nothing is timed. Um, and my phone is the timekeeper. So go ahead. Well, everyone survived. Welcome. Very good. Um, very good to be able to discuss the issues and get into the substance of what this office means and what this moment means as an opportunity to secure our elections. Yeah, question on the, on the allotment situation. How do, you, how do you do it? For example, like Switzerland County, which sure. doesn't really handle people, but Marion County, Hamilton, has about hundreds of thousands of voters. How long would it take to actually get that done? Sure. It's, we're going to need an external auditor, right? So Wall Street firms, the hundreds of firms that are publicly traded, produce quarterly financials that are audited uh, in time and on time. And so the industry expertise exists. What we need to do is have a professional auditor come in and help us scope what that audit should be. So recognizing that we might only need five samples from Switzerland County, but 50,000 from Marion County. That's for their professional um, expertise that will help guide us and, and influence us for what the audit will cost and how long it will take. But we can organize it and allocate staffing and resources to ensure that it's done within 30 days. So you're still not suggesting every single ballot be audited? Still be a sample? Correct. And a comprehensive um, random sample is what is needed, and that's what auditing is. It's random sampling, and where there are problems discovered, then we can explore and dig further and, and perhaps sample every single ballot. Uh, and so we talk about being DOD. I'm also Indiana Air National Guard, so I'm subject to DOD random drug tests. It's not the drug test, it's the random part of it. And using the randomness of the audit is what's going to help us capture and identify those vulnerabilities. It's telling voters that we're doing everything right. So when you maintenance and service your car, you get the oil changed before the light comes on, or you change your brakes before they stop working. So this is good preventative maintenance on our election system. It's not to say that your brakes are bad or they're going to fail immediately. It's to say we need to, we're taking proactive steps to anticipate that this could be a problem and we're going to solve it now before it becomes a real problem. They should be incentivized to go uh, ask their county clerk to, to verify that their vote was received. In fact, in many counties, the data exists online now on indianavoters.com. For my county, Hamilton County, I can see um, that my vote was at least received for the last two cycles. So if they go online and they don't see that their vote's appearing, then yes, they do have a problem. They should trust but verify. It's the responsibility of living in a free democratic republic.
those are um, all parts of the campaign, but he obviously chose not to be here because he chooses not to answer that question or those questions. I'm here because I am focused on the solutions that will be this preventative maintenance that will help us address the true um, integrity issues and strengthen our confidence in our elections. I think I heard you say this, but I want to make sure, sure. I heard correctly um, in the space. Do you think the fact that he didn't show up shows that he's confident he can win without having to answer these questions? That's what I would assume. But, but he should be here to answer that. So you'd have to ask him. Explain to me how that would invalidate our state government. What I'm the, the question that I was answering was the relationship between the federal government and the state government. And so the state legislature still gives power to the executive, to this uh, secretary of state, and of course our election code is written that these people, the secretary should do this, the clerk shall do that. So I'm not talking about that balance of power between within the state between judiciary executive, but talking about the relationship between the state and the federal government. So you would support basically when it comes to that specific theory, the status quo, which is not upsetting the balance of power within a state itself. Correct. Um, so not upset, not changing things within the state, but to use and to, to be a staunch supporter and defender of the Tenth Amendment to ensure that what is a state's right remains a state's right. Am I the only one who misunderstood the question then? Or heard something different? Okay. Sure, so we have to look at which types of candidates refuse to debate. And Vladimir Putin refused to debate in all those years, 2000, 2004, 2012, 2018. And when somebody refuses to debate, it says a lot about them, their candidacy, their campaign, and their nation, and their people. Which types of people accept candidates who won't answer to them? Is this what we're becoming? That's for each one of us to answer. All right, guys. We have more than 10 We have still time left? We have four minutes and eight seconds. Wow, guys. You sure? <laughs> Do you want me to hear me say receipts and odds for another four minutes and ten seconds? <laughs> no, I just say you tell us you're a, you're a Marine. <laughs> <laughs> all right, thank you all. This podcast was produced and edited by Chris Spangle and Leaders and Legends, LLC. If you're interested in starting a podcast or taking yours to the next level, please contact us at leadersandlegends.net.